Okay, so hello everybody and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Uh, this is potentially, quite potentially, the finale no. Of, no. of our Same. dear series. So no. we are going to take this in stride. Uh, and see what kind of uh, glorious, glorious ball of flame we can give to you guys. <laughs> guys, fuck it. Let's just bail. Let's go and do something else. <laughs> Derail for another. The, the witchcraft uh, crafting supplement is going to come out on uh, in August later. So if you're interested, you can pick up classes and things like book writer. Or cobbler. I don't know what other professions they have. I kickstarted it though, and it was really cool. Uh, but regardless of that bit, uh, yeah. So first off, who are you guys playing tonight? Hey everybody, I'm RJ here on the show, and I'll be playing Hubris, the Tiefling Warlock. Hi, I'm LB Hackemup. I will be playing Ghost, the uh, cleric. Shit. Blood hunter, yes. <laughs> like what who am I? Shifter. Who am I? Shifter. <laughs> Shifter. Yes. And I'll be Kronk Gorblast, uh, Goliath Gladiator. <laughs> and I am the indoor adventurer, and I will be your dungeon master for the evening. Uh before we begin, we have some a few points of order, which is we have uh we are streaming this live at twitch.tv slash the indoor adventurer. At 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, as we do every week. Although, next week, I don't know what we'll do on Tuesday. LB won't even be here, so we will figure it out. Uh, then, uh, we also have our audio casts that you can find us on. So, if you go to indooradventures.podbean.com or anchor.fm slash podbean.com, it'll link you to all of your preferred audio playing uh podcasts so you can go there and you can still find us under indoor adventures we also have a patreon so if you go to patreon.com slash the indoor adventure you can find us there to help support us there uh also this week uh tomorrow we have a fun continuation of our one shot uh improv game being run by graybeard it's a uh urban fantasy noir that takes place in the 1920s see uh, and it's, man, it has been a blast so far. We got some excellent <laughs> players for that. Uh, it's incredible. We also, on Thursday, are going to be running a one-shot of the tabletop RPG called Power Outage uh, that is still available on Kickstarter, but the creator of said uh, game was kind enough to send me a PDF of the game, so we are going to be playing it in Greybeard uh, and LB. Uh, as well as a few other wonderful people are also going to be in that. So if you like this show, you should come on and check that out on Thursday. Not RJ, though, because he's busy with stuff. Or he just didn't respond fast enough. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, he says work, but I believe my own narrative. Uh, and if you are interested in uh, some awesome stuff that we have in our merch store, then hey, hey, friend. I just wanted to let you know, we got mugs. Uh, we have t-shirts that Greybeard, for example, is wearing right now. Uh, RJ is also drinking out of one of these fantastic mugs. And we also recently got 
all new mugs to celebrate the characters in Waterdeep. We're calling them headshots. They're part of the bigger battler mugs, which are 15 ounce mugs now instead of the 11 that they were before. And your merch has never been cheaper until the end of the month. Using the code MERCHMADNESS, you can get an additional 10% off. That is all my spiel for that. So, without further ado, I have returned to this side of the monitor. So, oh god, last time we left off, you guys, after talking with Dabble uh, and getting a hold of your dear friend Nim, or Victor, uh, a nimble right that you guys had befriended earlier on uh, during your trials uh, in Waterdeep. Upon meeting with the two of them, Davil turned himself into a copy of Daggled, uh, or not Daggled, but of Rainier Neverember, where you guys were able to walk underneath a treant without any real cause for issue after uh, you had a rather terse encounter with the dark wizard known as Manshoon. Upon going into the into the mausoleum that you guys had actually found to be the location of the Horde of Dragons, you decided to continue on, and upon reaching the gate, were able to pass through with Nim's help, as the three keys had been a shape changer, an invisible creature, and an animated construct. Upon entering into this next room, Dabble was able to teach you some adventuring tricks by knocking his hands and wrapping his knuckles against these closed doors, where eventually you found hollow doors that led you into a back chamber. And in this back chamber, oh, in this back chamber, Kronk found a fresco that was of his liking so very much so that, well, combat was initiated between not only him and Nim, or sorry, him and Victor, but also between the rest of the uh, the rest of the Phantom group. However, as you guys uh, had had a, a moment aside and a moment of rest, uh, Hubris, you continuing uh, to talk with the stone that you had taken from uh, the the slushy corpse of Manshoon, known as the Stone of Galore. Uh, you guys began to hear noises as you entered into your long rest. Specifically, it sounded like footsteps were coming in the room directly adjacent to where you guys were. That actually led out it backwards into the mausoleum. With a very quick rush, you guys headed down a stairwell that uh, and are currently in the stairwell now. And you can still see the uh, the flickering of torches and you can hear footprints uh, as well as kind of hushed uh, echoing voices as they kind of continue throughout the chambers. What are you guys doing? Um, gonna elbow Kronk in the side. Well. Who else would be down here besides the obvious? Well, we told other people we are going to be here, but I don't think that uh, we should count on that as a personal yeah. thing. That's a me thing, not a ghost thing. Hi, I'm LD. Hello. Hi. She hacks him up sometimes. 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 Gonna elbow Kronk uh, in the side and just tell mm. him, 
Get ready to bring the house down. Hmm. All right. I start to look structurally if, to see if there's like pillar or something I could knock out. And... Dabble just brings his hands up and just. <laughs> this is our only way out. I don't want to be trapped down here. Yes, but they will be trying to get down here soon. Then we kill them. What are you guys sure, scared? With Come on. What spells, Devil? <laughs> I still have the majority of mine. Oh, great. Then I... you handle them. Okay. If worse comes to worse, I will. But until then, let's not break this. Our only escape. Fine. Then let's continue. After you. And he just emotions. I go. All right. So you guys uh, eventually. Kronk, carry me. These heels aren't good for sneaking. (laughs) So, as you guys continue down uh, the stairwell, it leads you down for about 40 feet or so. And you can still kind of hear, uh, as you continue downward, the sound of rushed footsteps. uh, Until I would like for you guys to make a uh, set of perception checks as you continue going down the stairs. Who the hell, man? He's a set. Fail. Oh. Nope. That's a, wait, no, it's yes, 12. Sorry. 18. 12, 18. Sorry, guys. The, uh, I've been playing, yeah, I've been playing, uh, not with dice on other, yeah, exactly, on other systems. So, yeah, I got that for Christmas. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Perception. 12. (laughs) All right. Uh, so hubris as you guys are all continuing down the stairs uh, you hear a voice kind of uh, it sounds almost like it's calling back to uh, another person or maybe a group uh, and you just hear guys you don't understand this painting's incredible <laughs> uh, as you all continue down uh, the stairwell till eventually uh, you finally come to a stop uh, and you can these, see these dwarves are getting naked. I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> they look so hot. Uh, and you look down, and you can see in front of you, uh, stretching about fifty feet, uh, is this long hallway, and there are three pillars that run the length of this hallway, kind of spaced evenly, and they look like large stone warhammers that are just placed in the ground pointing up uh and none of you read dwarven correct nope all right uh i do believe that davil does evil we brought the right one uh he does and he looks up and says well this is the hall of morden do any of you know morden at all well, we could discuss it as we move on down the hall. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so as you continue down the hall, you actually see that it opens up into three individual halls. Uh, and each one of those hallways has just kind of almost broken uh, broken stone coming with them. Uh, and actually, sorry. They are just openings that doesn't lead into a hallway. But instead, you just see these bridges 
that are made of what looks to be very not sturdy stone that lead out and across each of these bridges you can see what appear to be uh three different chambers and are are the chambers supported by the bridge like no, are they a the bridge just leads but... over and it just looks like a separate room that is separate that is spaced out based on uh or just adjacent to these bridges at the end of their length how how f long are these bridges uh these bridges are check here real quick ask the one question the dm doesn't know how long is the bridge damn it hey, you'll the, five think, hours think, think yeah. about it <laughs> yeah yeah no i know <laughs> the more it is questions about we 40 ask, feet more... long oh 40 feet that's a lot <clears throat> Actually, no, we can move 30 feet in like six seconds. <laughs> like, uh, I would like to make an uh, investigation check maybe to see. Well, no, Kronk should make an investigation check to see how structurally sound they are. And uh, this will be a. Yeah, I'll say investigation check if you want to take some. Whatever time it is, because he has his. The mason masonry, and yeah. it's under investigation. Uh, and with advantage or. With the uh, masonry? I'll say. You roll with your proficiency bonus. Okay. Yeah, so roll investigation like you were proficient. Okay. Yep. Them just look like good bridges. All right, then. I rolled a three, so, you know, with my, profici with my proficiency bonus of two? <laughs> five. Five. Those are good bridges. <laughs> All right, well... Which one should we pick? Hmm. Your guess is as good as mine on this one. I've... Funny thing about tomb raiding. You usually only raid the same tomb once. Right. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Um, perhaps I'll pick the middle one. All right. I'm light-footed. I'll try it. Before you, you do... Uh, the middle bridge actually has a span that is just entirely missing and it's only oh. a couple feet uh but overall you can see that there is a much larger missing chunk that's about 10 feet okay um i will uh tie some rope around my waist uh with the nodding shoulders my heart. Give me your shoulders. i will harness myself okay <laughs> You don't want to strangle yourself. <laughs> or or cinch yourself into yeah. oblivion. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then I'm going to attempt to make the jump. Okay. I've got the rope. Mm -hmm. All righty. So make the jump. This is going to be an athletics check. <laughs> I mean, she could, technically she can jump 18 feet. I got a natural 20. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you managed to jump over this gap in the bridge with no problem whatsoever. Uh, and then is it an open yeah, doorway? Yeah, it leads into a... Or actually, there is a door that is in front of it. Uh, it is a... Let me see here... Uh, this is actually a large, uh, bright, almost silver, platinum-ish looking door, uh, that you would recognize as adamantine. I will, uh, 
Look at the look at the door and see if I can check it for traps. Okay. Uh, make an investigation check. I put my back Whoa. to one of the pillars. And That's then... it. Uh, 18 plus 3. Yeah. Uh, as you search around, you do not see any traps. Okay. Um, I will try the handle. The handle does not budge. Solid. Um... I'm gonna do something that I haven't done. I have alchemist supplies. Do I know what can eat through adamantium? Adamantium. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is the comic book rules, okay? Adamantine. Adamantine. Uh, yes. Uh, so make a make a his make a history check. I want to say seven. You're pretty sure that you could quickly make an acid that could eat through this door. Okay. I kind of just ruffle in my bag and grab a few <clears throat> things. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Hubris, you said that you were doing something as well, correct? Oh, I've put my back against one of the pillars, keeping an eye out behind us. Okay. Pulled out the Stone of Galore. So, what are we supposed to do here? <laughs> uh, and as you are kind of keeping track, um, you hear it say, um, your purpose was to get the treasure, correct? Yeah. Bypass this. Fucking. Thanks, Galore. DM Stone. <laughs> Another quick question. Could you do can you do anything else besides answer questions? I can stop one spell per day. I'll swallow it whole. Interesting. Okay. <clears throat> Why do you ask, Hubris? Oh. Contingency plan, contingency plans, contingency plans. Excellent. But next time, you should share. Please. I enjoy our conversations. I'm starting to enjoy them too. Let's hope that we can keep having them. I would very much like that. So, Ghost, make a survival check. Is it vaping or undead? Nope. <laughs> I got a 15 plus 6. All right. 21. Uh, so, yeah, surprisingly, with the tools you have on hand, you create what you feel would be a pretty fast-acting acid. Too bad we don't have a rogue. I uh, pour it into the lock as much as I can with a vial. All right, so there isn't a definitive lock on it. There's no place where a key could go. Uh, uh -huh. It looked more like a kind of handle that was on the side of this door. There was no doorknob. So when you had tried to make the door move, you would just hold right. on the handle. Uh, okay. So are you, you could pour the acid into the corner piece of the wall mm -hmm. where the wall yeah. meets the door. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you pour that in there and you hear a pretty satisfying hissing noise uh, and tiny small 
pops uh, as you watch this acid just kind of run down the side of the door. Stays put. God. I'm going to try and muscle this open. Okay. Just to see if that's the problem. Make an athletics check. Since I'm pretty strong, you know. I shouldn't have said that before. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nine. (laughs) And you, like, put one foot up against... (laughs) It's like you're putting it up against the door that you're pulling. Yeah, And it's just kind of counterproductive. Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, as it were. Yeah. She turns around and she's like, I don't think I have any spells for this either. I have command. No. (laughs) Knock on it. See if it's hollow on the other side. I knock on the door. Uh, And. Yeah, I was going to say. You hear it echo throughout. Cool. But there is a room behind there. I don't know what to do. I've never had to do this before. Hold Devil. the rope. What? Hold the rope. And Kronk rips the rope around his, his shoulders. Wait, wait, oh. before you... <sighs> mm, what? He was going to jump across his wells to... <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, make a athletics check. I am ready to catch this mofo. 14. Okay. Uh, yeah, with the 14, you are... Because what's your what's your long jump? What is your running jump speed? What's your strength? Oh, my strength? 10 flat. So, my strength... Uh, well, Make a long jump. You cover the number of feet up to your strength score. Yes. Is it a 10-foot gap? Yeah. Uh, it is a... Is a little bit larger than that, so hubris. Make a dexterity saving throw as you reach the other side and the ground begins to crumble underneath where your boots were. 19. All right, yeah, so you, very quickly, like Legolas in the Hobbit movies, you defy gravity by not? just stepping on top of these rocks uh, up until you land next to Ghost. Hello. Hello. Um, Can you do this? I could try to blast it open, but that'll cause a lot of noise. So do you just want me to, like, hang back here? Why don't you try one of the other doors? Sounds good to me. Kronk, <clears throat> do you have more rope? Mm-mm. Oh, I thought Kronk was going to jump. <laughs> I, I was going to, but now I'm like... Yeah, there's not much space up there. Well, I'm looking at you guys like... Yeah, and it is only... These bridges are about five feet wide as well. They're not very structurally sound. Is a very oh, good way of putting he? it. Yeah, because I, mm, you know, I was gonna help you swing him over, but you know, points a finger down at like the hinge of the door. There is no hinge. Like, there's, there's no like inside. Oh, it's inside. I can assume where the hinges are, correct? You could, yes. Just gonna shoot oh, an elder. Geez. 
Okay. You shoot an Eldritch Blast off and it hits... Are you shooting the door or like... The stone next to the door where I think the hinges would be. Okay. So as it hits, uh, I just see some stone and rock kind of fall down from where that area is. And then you hear it uh, kind of tumble down past you into uh, the kind of open chasm that is beneath you under these bridges. And you hear it go for about three seconds or so before it actually hits the ground. Oh, so there is ground there. Good. It's just going to spikes. Um... I lean over the edge and fire an Eldritch Blast down there to light up. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you would know that it is roughly about 60 feet down. Any spikes? You don't see any spikes. Yeah. Just looks Convenient. like there's some dirt, some pieces of rubble. All right, well, let's... Uh, she goes into her... There's no keyhole. I can't unlock it. I can't try to um, pick the lock. There is no lock. Because there's no lock. Um, I don't have things. I don't have things. I have manacles. I have oil. <clears throat> I'm going through my my bag. I have a pipe. I have... We could get high. <laughs> Dabble's yep. ears perk up a little <laughs> bit. Just well, That's typically how I solve most of my problems. Are you looking at that door? I could be. <laughs> have you ever tomb raided? Have you ever is, tomb raided on weed? Is there like Loads a little gap in the floor between the door and the floor? Uh, there is not. It looks like it's flesh to the ground. Fuck. And that one oh. is going to attempt to go over to the other door. Oh god, please. Totally nails it. Manages to just hop very quickly as the he chose the door closest to the uh, entryway that you guys uh, had gone to or had come into this hallway from. Uh, and you just see him just kind of like put his arms out like he's balancing uh, and close his eyes and just hop over a very crumbly piece of ground and then just quickly step forward as more rocks kind of uh, tumble from beneath. <laughs> Um. Ah, uh, shit. Um. Did I see? Did my Eldritch Blast do any damage to the wall? I. Uh, you knocked a little bit of the wall off in terms of like some dust and rock and dirt, but overall, it looks like it's very. Very solid in its construction. Are there any markings on the door? Uh, you actually do see that there is some, uh, that there are some dwarvish markings. Speak, friend, and pat. Oh, um, devil, do you what? What is the word for open in dwarvish? Uh, and he relays that to you, and just it's this says it. Uh, Korak. <laughs> Korak's names. Korak. The door just sat, just stays the way it is. <laughs> just what does it say? Look, I know we're friends now. Why are we saying it in Dwarven? What? I said 
open, not friend. Shit. <laughs> I don't think that's the word either, but good try. I'm just old. <clears throat> Why? Because there's writing in Dwarvish. Why can't I? Hold on. And you see him just go up to the door that he's next to, like tries to pull it. And it's unable to be opened. And then wait, he wait, 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 wait. reads it. Says that you can only open this if you're a dwarf. Darling. Hmm. Would you become a dwarf for me? I can become anything for you, but if it's like true dwarf, you'd need something what Davil does. And he'll spin the wheel of masks to one that looks like, one that looks kind of like Istrid, puts it on his face, shrinks down like a foot, <laughs> tries the door. <laughs> door does not budge. Yeah, polymorph. <laughs> you might want to do that after you jump. And there he goes. He's already jumped over. He's standing next to his own door. Okay. He just... Then he... Uh, you just see this small dwarven fellow. Uh, and you see that it is a dark-skinned dwarf, very deep, dark brown hair, uh, and almost... Almost, uh, like, ebony black uh, beard that is just from his face. And he just... This is my least favorite one. I'll do it for you, sweet cheeks. And he kind of winks in your general direction, hubris. Uh, and then he walks in through his own door. Such a flatterer. Um, shall I toss you back? Just don't let the elf know. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, I'm going to wait for Davil to come out. What's in there? Uh, and you just hear coming through, uh, coming from the other room. Oh. <laughs> All right, don't freak out. There's a bunch of paintings. But they're not magic. I, I would know. I am, I am pretty good about not having shit possess me. So. But... There's an anvil, and I found a hammer in a painting. Should I hit Should the he... anvil? I feel like we need him alive. <laughs> Be very careful. Okay. And uh, all of you hear this very pleasing sound just kind of come out of the room that Davil is in. It's just this very nice, rich boom as the metal comes into contact with the other metal. Uh, and as a result, uh, you guys each gain 10 temporary hit points that are going oh, to last shit. for 24 hours. Fuck yeah. You just hear, this hammer's totally mine! <laughs> is there anything else in the room uh and he just 
pops his head out from where the opening was and he just shakes and just, no. There's no other door? No. Then come here. And then you see him kind of like size up the gap. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm going to jump back. Okay, make another athletics. Or your base jumping long jump is 18 feet. Yeah. All right, no check necessary. Okay. Um, then I'm going to go to that bridge and I'm going to be ready to catch him. <laughs> oh, goody. And, I, and she's got the rope and yeah. I've got the rope to yeah. pull them both if I have to. Uh, and Davil is just going to square himself up. Just, <sighs> I hate these tiny legs! And he is going to try and make the jump. Uh, and he does. He actually does manage to make it over. Uh, and you see him kind of like tumble uh, along the ground as his landing wasn't the best uh, and then just stands up dusts himself off one moment and she's gonna untie herself and she's gonna like tie him up <laughs> in the same way nice knot work okay I like it I like it it's a little tight around the shoulder but you'll, you'll get there I believe in you what if that was on purpose I don't know why. Unless you're trying to insinuate something. Get on the other side of that chasm. In front of all of your friends, really? Then I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, and then he. Yoink. Are you just? Are you just th dwarf tossing? No. Okay. <laughs> I could, but I don't. All right. Uh, so yeah, he is going to try and jump across. Uh, and it seems like. Uh, it seems like the fear of Kronk has been put inside of this guy, something fierce, and he just leaps over. You've never seen a dwarf leap twenty, uh, leap 15 feet before, but he managed to <laughs> wow. do it somehow. Uh, and upon getting to the other side, you just see him kind of like sidle up next to Hubris, uh, and he looks at you, Hubris, and gives you a wink, and then grabs hold of the, uh, of the door and pulls it and just begins to pull and it swings open for you huh. until it's flash up against a wall you know we could probably get freaky like this Kibris <laughs> walks into the room i did say i was going to fuck a tree later and he just <laughs> continues into the room with you ghost just looks up at kronk it oh. happens oh. bards <laughs> humans mm. all right so yeah the two of you can make this jump no problem, as I'm pretty sure you would give a Marvel superhero a run for their money with Kronk, you being able to do a running jump of 20 feet. Yeah. That's too much. Uh, yes? Uh, are we... Is the... I'm gonna, we're gonna wait until what they, till they see... till we find out what's in the room. Okay. Uh, so, uh, inside of this room, you see four suits of rusted plate mail... Uh, except for their helmets, all sized accordingly for dwarves, uh, and each stands in the corner of this 20-foot high room. Uh, and each suit is just absolutely draped in its cobwebs. Uh, and as you come in, you can see that there are dwarven runes also just carved on each of these walls. And as, uh, as you uh, dabble and hubris enter into this room, uh, and you just kind of take stock of it. Devil reads along the wall. 
And he says, A secret never before told will part Dunamoth's lips. Dumithoin. A little hard on my proper nouns in Dwarvish. Doobadoo. Got it. Doobly-doo. Is, is there a door in there? Is there a door in here? I... Uh, on initial glance, it does not appear that there is a door. Well, it says that a secret never... What was it? A secret... A secret never before told will part Dumathoyan's lips. Will part Dumathoyal... Doobly-doo's lips. Will part Doobly-doo's lips. <laughs> Dumathian. Do... Dicathalon. Someone say something that never told anyone before. Um, it's all right. I won't tell. I don't know. We've been pretty. Um, wink, wink. And he says um, it as he winks at you too. <laughs> fucking, I don't know. Um, oh, how many secrets do I have to share? Wait, that uh, we've never told anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty open book. All right. <laughs> I think I got it. Oh, God. And he's going, hubris. Hubris. <laughs> I, I don't have to say it to everybody. I can just say it to you. Leans down. <laughs> Istrid has crabs, and she didn't want anybody to know. It was really <laughs> bad. <laughs> Look, it. You said a secret, not mine. I'm not going to be ridiculous. You hear hubris cackle. Well, now I want to know. <laughs> Does anything happen? Nothing happens in the room. That was so much more information that I needed to know. But I thank know. you, Devil. You're welcome. Uh... You should always know about the people managing your business. I know. We should probably get like. Hey, you can't discriminate based on that. That's just me. No, I can't, but, you know, wow. drug tests and all that. What? Why? What? I don't know. It's a wasteful venture. Nothing happened in the room. Huh? Do you want us to, like, look around or something? We should look around. And he kind of pats hubris on the on the chest. Investigation check, I yes. assume? Yes. First thing about being a tomb raider and a doom raider is that every empty room probably has something. Fifteen. Hey, ghost. How long does he stay a dwarf? I think until he wants. Hmm. All right. Do you have a secret you want to tell? Well, no, but he could, you know, dwarf open this other door. That's true. Um, uh. And uh, at this, uh, Dabble actually kind of like pads uh, on the ground uh, in, fr in between the... Uh, back two statues of this room uh and he knocks on it a few times and it's actually hollow underneath oh interesting 
and uh, as he blows on it, he says, uh, he kind of looks down on it and thinks to himself and just says, son of a bitch. What? All right. So it, your friend was right. Don't, don't ever let her know I said that, but it does have to be a secret. What kind of a secret? A secret you've never told anybody. Apparently, it doesn't work on telling other people's secrets, because if they've already told you, then it's no longer a secret. So, how does this work, then? Do I tell it to you? Do I tell it to the floor? <laughs> and Devil thinks to himself and just, just, I don't know, say it aloud, I guess? Well, fuck. You see Hubris think for a second. Hold on. And he walks over. He's what? just, if you don't have one, I'm just going to ask the others in. Well, I... I do. And he says it just low enough for only Davil to hear. I'm actually not interested in the gold. Cool! It gives you a thumbs up, and at that you see the door, uh, this floor board almost looking thing, this large tile opens up. And you can see that there is a set of stairs that lead down. Kronk sees ghosts look very uh, relieved. <laughs> she doesn't have to tell a secret. We found a thing! Should we check the other door? Could be more things. That's true. I'm up for it if you all are. It's just like... Sure. And Davil looks at the large gap of 15 feet that is missing. Just, hey, that look. Oh, you've got a rope. And I, like, raise my boot to kick him off. Oh, gods. Okay. I'll catch you, Davil. Don't worry. Pinky promise? Pinky promise. Fuck it, and he just begins. Uh... Can he have advantage if, like, once he's in the air, I pull him? Yeah, he can totally have advantage on that. <laughs> and right. rip him in half from the shoulder. No, nope. that's why we oh. put the, the hentai yeah. harness. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it, but that's what it was. I mean, how dare you? It's I called a shibari. Like this, okay? <laughs> in the mind's eye, that's what I saw. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like yeah. You're he has like a diamond pattern of rope on his chest he's just yeeted hey. through the air like some fucking tied up tempura uh -huh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tuesday night Stephen how did you not yeah it immediately should have gone there buddy I, I, I wasn't expecting it there <laughs> in so many places <laughs> But yeah, you just yoink the shit out of Devil as he flies through the air. Uh, and Ghost, he's coming at you pretty fast. Make an athletics check. 17 plus 6. Yeah, you just managed to catch him without I'll even sliding. I'll catch him in a dip. Uh, and as you do, Devil just looks up to you, opens up one eye, then the other. My hero. You see him like and go she... out for a smooch. She'll move in and then chomp like right, like 
clasp her jaws right near his cheek <laughs> and then drop him. <laughs> okay. And then Davil just falls onto the ground. Just, uh, okay, okay. Later. <sighs> Promises, dearie. Uh, and then he goes back down to uh, the other bridge uh, and looks as at he, it. Yep. But as he's walking there, Kronka leaned down and said, <laughs> it goes, well, if he stays like that for him, I'd have taken mine now. Maybe I'll let you. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Boop. Uh, and... Oh, no, wait, you're below me. <laughs> oh. Ah. Yeah. Right. One, two. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. One, okay. two, three. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, no, that worked. <laughs> and then, uh, as Davil is getting ready uh, to get near the uh, to get near this bridge, he actually just stops and turns around and just knocks on the wall behind him. And just goes, there's some shit behind here, if anybody's interested. I'm going to go over there, across the spooky bridge, but fake door, bridge. Hmm. All right. I we took the right person. Huh? I'm watching. Yeah. He, I'm watching him with yeah, the rope um, while they do the other. And he um, just begins to make his way across because the this bridge doesn't have any breakage in it. Uh, and yeah. as he continues to walk, then you actually see it starting to fall from underneath him and he just starts hoofing it. Uh, mm. And thankfully, he's a Dexy character, so he's able to nimbly uh, just hop over uh, the ground as it kind of tried to crumble out from beneath him and makes it all the way to the next door. Hey, DM. Yes. Do I have line of sight to the um, stairwell that we came down through? Yes, you do. Ice trained on it. Yeah, you have not seen anybody come down. Yeah, I'll keep my ears perked and I'll check out the door. Okay. Uh, yeah, so what you see uh, is that there is the outline of a door. Uh, and it looks like it's it looks like it's pretty heavy, like it's built into the stone. But you can actually see where you might be able to push it open, possibly. I push it. Okay, make an athletics check. I've got to film this dice and what it does in here. Uh, it's a 15 plus 6. All right. So 21. it actually takes you a little bit of effort to move this door. And as you do, you hear what sounds like mechanisms snapping and breaking and as you do you push this door in uh <laughs> and it just kind of falls center into this room uh and as you look to the side you could see that on the inside there were actually locks that had been set in place that you just forced open uh with your raw strength and looking into this room you actually see that there are uh there are about six urns or sorry, there are five urns. Uh, and just looking around, you see that each of these urns is almost overflowing with various gems and coinage.
crap. <laughs> um, I am going to make, I'm going to try and see what I see in this room and make sure there's no traps. Okay. Uh, yeah, so make a, make a perception check as you go to like scan around and, and sort out, seek out some clues. Okay. Uh, 13 plus perception? Yeah. 19 total. All right. So with your 19, looking around, you don't find any traps. All right. Darling. I'll be fine. Uh, um. And Hubris, uh, make a perception check while you are also just standing out in the hallway. 14. Okay. Uh, so the area that you are sitting next to, uh, is just this large kind of broken bit in the wall that extends down this hallway. And as you're standing there and you can kind of just see it out of the corner of your eye, you actually see that there is a spot in this break in the wall that begins to almost look like it's glistening. Then as it does, you see just kind of this, almost, it looks like oil, start coming out from this crack that is in the wall. Uh, he's going to call out. What? Behind you. There's like <gasps> some slimy thing. Behind me? Uh, it is actually closer to you, Hubris. Oh, to you me. Are, yeah, it's closer to you. Ghost is behind you in the secret room. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so it is closer. So, this thing is happening closer to you, almost uh, a little bit in front of you and quite a bit in front of Kronk, who's still hanging out with the door as Davil has opened up uh, this door. And you can see that there is what looks to be this giant statue of a dwarf on the inside of this room. And Davil's like, I, I guess I could go in and look. Just Kronk? Um, Keep an eye on him. Got it. Davil, if anything gets shifty, bail. If th if I bailed when things got shifty, I wouldn't have accepted this job. Uh. All right. He winks at I you stole. and gives you finger guns. Hubris is going <laughs> to take the tip of his saber and then dip it in the oil. Okay. Uh, so as you put your saber into it, I... Uh, this, what looked to be oil, quickly comes out into this kind of ball of black goo that then tries to latch out towards you. And this black ooze is going to get a surprise, around, surprise attack against you as you put your sword up against it. So I would like for you all to roll initiative as this happens. Why can't Kalem roll this one? Because he is Kalem, sir. There's a <laughs> mojo, and that's the way it works. <laughs> same dice, same person, different character? Different Actually, mojo. Di different dice. Oh, good. Good call. Yes. There we go. Oh, someday Kronk will be eighth level, and I can take the alertness feet. <laughs> Where did it go? Someday we'll all be 8th level, hopefully. And we can all take the alertness feat. Because yes. imagine an unsurprisable Kronk who's plus 5 to initiative. Kronk, I'm pregnant. <laughs> what? what? I knew that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, 
Also, I forgot that Victor was with you guys this entire time. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so oh, yeah. Uh, we'll just say that he's been hanging out quietly because he can't speak near you, Hubris, as he feels bad about having stabbed Dabble. Hubris just, uh, I mean, Victor has a finger out like, oh, that's bad. Hubris touches it. Yeah, so you go to touch it, Hubris. Uh, and it is going to try and strike out against you. Yay! So, does a 16 hit your armor class? Only just. Okay. So, you are going to take 5 points of bludgeoning damage. Yay! Followed by... Oh boy. Followed by 16 points of acid damage. I'm gonna quickly snap my fingers. Your non-magical armor is also partially dissolved and will have a permanent and cumulative negative one to its overall score. Ha, sucks to suck. I'm using mage armor, bitches. <laughs> but okay. uh, also make a deck save, little one. Alrighty. DC 14. That one. Twenty-six points of cold damage. What the fuck? I rolled a zero, a zero, and a six. Last. All right. So, uh, let's roll initiative for this. <laughs> uh, sure. That makes sense. I said it earlier, and then I went into a surprise round. Uh, twenty-one. Okay. Six. 17. Okay, so Hubris, uh, as you pull back your rapier from being very close to this ooze creature that has come spilling out of the wall, uh, what would you like to do as you are first in the round? Oh, I'm just gonna... <sighs> Jaws of Ice come out, snap shut, Hubris points two fingers down, Eldritch blasts it on the spot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 19 to hit. Yes. Yeah. Wait, uh, your hellish rebuke. Does that deal fire damage or ice damage? Uh, we said it was ice damage. Okay. So you watch as the claws actually sank into it. And as they penetrated through it dissipates and you watch as the ooze just reforms over it. It doesn't seem to have taken anything from the cold. Fun! Uh, so that is nine points of force damage? Yes. And the force damage, that works just fine. There we are. Just wanted to get that point of order so that way you weren't throwing more ice things into it cool no prob what uh, did it hit me the leg uh it had struck out against you around waist high yeah You'll so it's more like a tasteful like... tear in your in your turncoat and bubbling flesh ah, a tasteful amount of bubbling flesh it took out six nearly half my hp good sir Kronk, it's your turn All and you right. see this large pool of black goo uh, currently entangled with hubris. And and he rapiered it? He 
originally tried poking it with his rapier, and then it just came spilling out of the wall. But he didn't attack it. Uh, no, no, it attacked him, and then he yeah. and then he Eldritch blasted. You saw the uh, you saw the like signature hellish rebuke, but it did no uh, damage, and then okay. he Eldritch blasted. All right. Um, uh, Kronk wouldn't know any better. Okay. Um, it's chopping time. Okay. Uh, dirty 20. Okay, Oof. that'll totally hit. Fourteen points of damage. Okay, so as your blade sinks into it, you watch, uh, Hubris, you actually see Kronk's blade sink in, and as it does, this creature seems to take no damage from the uh from the greatsword but instead as kronk lifts it up you can see a line that separates it where it had actually been slashed and you watch as it just starts to fold apart and form a second smaller form big guy let's not do that <laughs> i see that now <laughs> uh and next up is sorry kronk didn't know <laughs> that's totally did, fine do you have a bonus <laughs> action that you would like to do kronk um, interact and switch weapons. Sure. And again, Kronk doesn't know, so he blade grabs Maul. So okay. So are you? I'm just switching okay, weapons. Just switching weapons. I'm just switching weapons. Got it. It's an interaction, not a bonus action. I got it. Uh, so then next up is going to be these two creatures. Uh, these very small, uh, yeah, so these very small, uh, puddings, uh, and one of them is going to lash out towards you, Hubris, and the other one is actually going, or one is going to lash out towards Kronk, and you see the other is actually going to lash out towards Victor, uh, as he looks like quite the tasty morsel indeed. So... Uh, Kronk, that is going to be a 22 to hit. Yep. All right, so that is going to be for nine points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then 27 points of acid damage. Okay. Catstone's endurance, big guy. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tough through that. Oh, awesome! Uh, and I'm fourth level, so 14 points back. Woo woo! So 27 minus 14 is 13. 13? Okay. Yeah. Boom! Shakalaka. I'm good. Okay. Or not. <laughs> uh, so at that, Dabble pokes his head out of the room and just says, I'm pretty sure this thing is going to shoot fire out of its... What the fuck is happening over there? Uh, as he sees that there are these large black goos uh, that are laying on the ground. I forgot to roll for the one attacking him. Oh, God, buddy. I wish I hadn't rolled for Nam's uh, attacker. 
because that was a crit mm. on your robot friend. Mm. Uh, he got out in the world. He had a big day out. He had a big day. Uh, so that is going to be 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, dear. Followed up by... My son! Followed up by 17 points of acid damage. My boy. So, let me check real quick. Uh, but Dead. yeah, Davil pokes his head out, asks what the fuck is happening, uh, and sees these two oozes now fresh on the ground. And Nim's holding on! He's, he's there! Just barely. But he's there. Uh... And Davil just says, all right, well, we, what is happening with this? What are we doing? Don't go in that room. Fuck that room. Let's finish this. And then we'll go. And he just holds his hands up and then begins running. Close the door. <laughs> he pulls the door behind him and then begins rushing over. And he has to use his action to try and get over the stairs. And he totally does. He manages to get over the bridge. Uh, and then he looks at the, um, he looks at these creatures and just doesn't have ears, so that's helpful. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, we could run. Running's good. Just Devil. deal with this. What? Kill it. Kill it or grab this money. I'm better at grabbing money. Grab and the money. <laughs> goes into the room and just begins putting a bunch, like looks inside the urns and just pours some, like pour, starts pouring gems from this urn into a side bag that he has. Just go for the diamonds first. <laughs> All right. So ghost, it is your turn. I would like to troll the dead. Okay. Needs to make a wisdom saving throw. All righty. So, I don't want to use any more spells. It gets a 12. Sweet. It takes... Wait, is it a d10 if they've already taken damage? It's a d12. Woo! Fuck that! <laughs> Woo! Max damage! Nice. All right, and, it's, and you watch as one of them, like a symbiote from the Spider-Man universe, when a loud <laughs> bell is rung next to it, just begins to shudder and shake in a very sporadic and angry kind of way. It is very uh, visibly in pain, which is weird for it. It's, how bad is Kronk looking? I'm going to use a healing word on him. Uh, or, save the, or save the spell slot. And... Okay. Or when you yeah. go down? Well, yeah, you've got a bonus. You get a bonus spell, so go ahead. Yeah. Or bonus action, I mean. For six. Okay. Awesome. I Thank tried. You. Yep. Nope. That's good. It's better than a sharp stick in the eye. It's true. Next up, Hubris. Um, takes another. I'm gonna Eldritch Blast Woo. the one that looks like it's hurt. Don't tell Kronk not to hit it with the thing. Woo. <laughs> I told him not Kronk to do that anymore. His own thing. He'll be fine. He's a big fine. guy. Hey, oh. Let me critical. Nice. 
I'm going to use, first off, my bonus action to use my... Oh, no, wait. That's a long rest, isn't it? That's a long rest, isn't it? No, it's a short rest. Fuck you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> going to use my Hexblade's Curse on the one that was hit by the Toll of the Dead. Okay. So now I'll do... So... Uh, 11 plus 15 <laughs> points of force damage. Okay. Yeah, goes off just fine. And it's still up? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and then doesn't it get necrotic damage with your curse? Or no, that's Hex, no. not Hexblade's curse. Yeah, Hexblade's curse just is damage. All right, what else would you like to do on your turn? You have a bonus. Or no, that was bonus action, action. Uh, so next up is going to be Kronk. Let's do this. All right. Uh, with the mall now. Okay. Because, again, he doesn't know any better. Let's grab it. Uh, 19. All right, and are you hitting the one that the others have been laying into, or... Yeah, the... yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Oh, get to roll one of those again. It's a two. And it becomes a six. Uh, so nine and five. Fourteen again. Okay. With bludgeoning damage. Yeah, and it actually works... As intended, it smashes uh, down against the floor, and you see it spread out, uh, mm -hmm. and it does not appear to uh, try and split out or regroup. It seems more like it's trying to just form its central uh, its central container yeah. once again. Hit it again! <laughs> uh, action surge, then, if, if Hubris actually calls that out. Wait, don't you have a bonus action? No, don't you have another attack because you're fifth level? I'm not fifth level. We're right. fourth level. We're fourth level. I know. Wrong Suck. game. <laughs> Sucks, dude. Trust me. So if you yelled that out, I'll action surge. Otherwise, I'm saving it. Save it. Save all right. It's all good. That's yes. it. Then. All right. So that is Kronk. Next up are these three. <gasps> nope. What? Nope. 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 I will uh, second wind. Yes. There you go. That's a good. That <laughs> is a bonus. good bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, out of the circle. Come on now. Eight, and I think it's level, but it might not be. Second wind is, yep, plus level. So eight plus four, 12 more hit points. Woo! Okay. Like, it's like you didn't get hurt at all. Uh, and the one that you crush down on, Kronk, is actually going to try and lash out towards you. Uh, it doesn't feel like it has long for this world, uh, <laughs> so it's going to hurt the thing that hurt it in a big bad hurt. way. Please don't hit me. <laughs> uh, does a 16 hit? But, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you're going to take a four points. points of bludgeoning. Oh. No, no, this is the bad part. <laughs> yeah, I know. Here comes the bad part. And then 19 points of acid damage. And your mm -hmm. armor is going to take a minus one. Mm -hmm. Fuck acids and poisons, guys. <laughs> uh, 
Alrighty. So, uh, then the other one is going to strike the, uh, the fearing Nim, uh, as it is still just very, very much trying to enjoy a tasty treat. It crit, didn't it? It did. It crit, didn't it? Yep. <laughs> Bye, Nim. We love you. So, uh, let's see. Well, no, he's a construct. Yep. So, uh, goes. there is, there's no way that he does not perish from this. So the three of you see as this ooze had struck out against Victor and Victor had fallen down more towards the ground. You watch as this ooze rears back and just lays itself over Victor. And in this final moment, Victor just looks up towards you, Hubris. Uh, and he just motions with his hand. Thank you. And that is when you see the ooze just lay over Victor as it just kind of begins to turn into this pile uh, underneath the ooze's body. Next up, Ghost. Or it's actually Davil's turn. Uh, and he is busy just shoving money into his bag. So Ghost, it is your turn. Okay. Ghost is not really upset. I'm upset. <laughs> um, <laughs> indoor, what the fuck? Hey, hey, Connor, at least it wasn't us. Hey, I it's a different it. us. <laughs> You're loyalty here tonight. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay, you're tolling? Yep. Alrighty. So, uh, it got a 15 on its save. That saves. Okay, so that is no damage because it's cantrip. Correct. It's it's struggling real hard. I'm not gonna go is out. Is Kronk this almost way. dead again? <laughs> Kronk is severely burned. Yes. Is there just the one left, or are there two left? There's a very, very, very weak-looking one, and then one that looks like it just had a meal. Still looking injured, but Tummy Gut is happy. Uh... Okay, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on Kronk. You get a plus two to your AC. Thank you, ma'am. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, let's see. Hold on. Pause. The bonus action. Uh, so she just goes into her bag, pulls out a uh, uh, a book, rips a page out, and like throws it, and it's a piece of paper. But in midair, it uh, shimmers and it breaks up, and then it just like sticks on the crown. I dig it. Shield of Vengeance. Oh, um. <laughs> All right, so then, Ghost, if that's your turn, Hubris. Sorry, Hubris. Um, yeah. So, attacking it with bladed weapons makes it split. I'm going to cast Green Flame Blade on my fist. Okay. And I'm gonna punch the ooze that's in front of me. Okay. Uh... Ha! Um, that's a 19. Yeah, that'll crit because it's cursed, right? Yeah. So I do two points of damage. And then how much fire damage? 
Uh, it's gonna be four points of fire damage that leaps off it into the other ooze okay. that's on top of Victor. Okay, so that one will take the, sorry, four points. Oh no! So I punched it. It takes two plus two, four points total. Okay. And then the fire leaps and hits the ooze for four points of fire damage. Got it. Got it. So you punch this ooze on the ground and the flames actually make it dissipate this smaller one that you had hit just immediately dies as it looks like it had been barely hanging on after Kronk had crushed it really good with his maul or this yeah it was a maul right not a warhammer maul yes okay so next up uh hubris do you have a bonus oh. action i'm going to run over to Victor, slide on my knees, and then start tearing at the ooze with my bare hands. Okay, make a make a I'll say I'll say that this is fine because your hands are still on fire from the green flame blade, but make a constitution save as you do. 14? Alright, so yeah, you managed to kind of like keep the keep the flames on your fingers enough that you can just start digging out. Uh, and as you go to grab what you assumed was Victor's shoulder, you actually feel your fingers kind of sit, like press up against the metal and then just sink in, and it seems like the metal has turned malleable. Kronk, it's your turn. Smashing time. With them all. Yeah, 16, uh, 21 or so. Oh, that'll to totally hit. hit. Yeah. All right. Oh, and a six and a one. I rerolled the one for Great Weapon Master and a four. So uh, 15 altogether. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, so this one, as you bring down your maul, uh, because it had enveloped Victor underneath it, uh, oh, no. as the maul comes down, you hear the sound of metal groaning underneath this slime as it presses down oh. against the ground. And uh, Hubris, you actually see, as you're trying to dig out pieces of Victor, that parts of him just kind of shoot out and kind of like skitter around on these very, with this dark black acid on it that just begins to melt away. Uh, and as well as parts of the sp uh, pieces have spread out, uh, one of them was uh, the mask that he had been wearing uh, to walk into the City of the Dead, and you just see that parts of it are just beginning to steadily melt off. Uh, so, Kronk, that was your turn to hit. Next up is this creature, uh, and Hubris seeing as oh, you currently... There's one left? I thought it's that was the last. Of, it was on, on top, top of, Victor. of Victor. You didn't kill it okay. with your maul, with your maul oh. smash. Yep. Uh, so, Hubris, as you are currently still digging in with your fingers, it is going to try and wrap up onto you. Uh, and it is going to get a 14 to hit. Nope. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, your mage armor is actually giving you the protection that you need in order to bypass uh, the damages that would normally uh, that you would normally incur while fighting against one of these creatures. So... Next up is uh, Ghost. I'm going to toll the dead because that is all I can 
Yep, that's all I can do. Okay. <laughs> will save, please. Alrighty. I will you to save. And I. I'm, I mean, no, you don't. him to fail. So. <laughs> Good. The intention was still there. <laughs> uh, that's eight. Okay. This creature is still alive, but it's kind of like shivering up onto itself as you cast the Toll the Dead. Next up, Hubris. Gonna Eldritch Blast it. Okay. Ah, hey. That's a natural 17 plus 6. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Five points of force damage. Okay. Sounds good. Alrighty, so this creature is still holding on to its form. As you watch the parts of Victor that were completely enveloped in this just kind of turn into this black goo. Uh, there seeming to be no real parts of him left. Kronk, uh, it is your turn. Crush, kill, destroy. Alright. Oh, I'm not muted. <laughs> I appreciated the backup. Um, theme music for Kronk. Uh, 15 plus 7 is a lot. Yeah, that'll hit. And uh, 6 and a 3, 9 plus 5 is 14. All right, I've been Kronk. rolling that a lot. What is the? What does your final smash towards this ooze look like? Is it the one that has Victor parts in it or not? There aren't really so many parts left in there. It was a quick dissolving acid. Right. Yeah, I guess I... then maybe he did say something like, Crush, kill, destroy! Yeah, and Hubris, right in front of you, just this black pudding gets sent, spread, uh, gets sprint fly, uh, sent flying uh, and kind of just turns into these small little piddles of that black oil just kind of in a circle around you. Well? Davil? And you Shall just we? see this dwarf come out from the secret room with just this giant bag. Uh, and he looks at the group. He looks at the group of you and just. You all look terrible. Yes, heal us. I, of course. And he just comes over and he's like, but it is going to cost you one of these gems every time I do. Uh, you see Hubris like thrust out his hand and wrap it around Davil's throat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's. Just this thick little dwarven throat, and just you know what we can we can talk about terms after this whole thing's wrapped up. It'll be fine. It's okay, buddy. And he just puts his hand out, and he is going to cast a cure wounds into you. Uh, and oh, he, I don't need it. No, oh, okay. He's going to reach Kronk out and, and touch at Kronk if he can. Uh, so Kronk, you are going to get back five hit points. Uh, and. Uh, He's just looks at you again. Yeah, please. Okay. Uh, or that was the wrong dice. My bad. Uh, and then again, another five. Okay. Hubris, let him go. There's a few seconds where the grip tightens, <laughs> and then just lets him go. <laughs> <laughs> eh. 
Thanks, devil. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, big guy. <sighs> and he straightens himself and just kind of rubs his throat a little bit. And then while wearing, uh, while wearing this full roped chest harness, just says uh, to the lot of you, so... <laughs> Down the hall, dear. What next? And that is where we are going to go into our first break of the evening. So, I wanted to say thank you so much to all of you wonderful players for coming by and doing water deep stuff. I really enjoy it. I'm sorry about Victor. That was entirely unfortunate. Like, during it Nights was... in the Courtyard, we, w we will pour one out for a homie. Mm -hmm. that is a that is a true fact but uh first before the second half of this show even starts we need to go on to our our pretty standard five to ten minute break so don't go no place unless it is to grab a food grab a drink grab a friend or perhaps go to bit.ly slash indoor merch where you can find all sorts of excellent merch such as the moon maidens t-shirt the indoor adventurers mug and all sorts of other stuff that helps uh that helps support us as a channel i really enjoy the stuff that we do here and i want to keep doing it so we are going to try and be back in five to ten so don't go in a place and we will see you guys soon all right everybody hello everybody and welcome back to our latest indoor adventure in Waterdeep. we have returned from our break with sad news and that victor your robot companion is no longer with you having been consumed by black ooze back pudding uh but davil has used two first level spell slots to give kronk an additional 10 points from a cure wound spell so uh before we went to the break davil asks very uh very seriously what are we doing next uh a uh, pathway opened up in the second room right yes down there, perhaps. That was the only door we saw, right? Yes. That way. All right. Um, and he looks at the large gap and just... All right. Listen, I'm not doing this. I can't. I lit My legs do not allow me to jump this far regularly. I don't know how I've done it before, but we're doing it. And he just... That works perfectly, and he hops onto Kronk's back. Uh, and Kronk, you can actually feel that there is a little bit more weight to him now that he has loaded up his bag with gems. Okay. All right. All right, and I jump it. Okay. Yeah, and you <laughs> jump, no problem, uh, and make your way into the next room. Uh, and so right now it is Kronk and Dabble on the other side, and then Ghost and Hubris, you guys are still on the far end. I'll jump it. Okay. And then... Wait for hubris. Come on, buddy. Uh, is the mask still there? Yeah, and you can see that it it has kind of melted away into a more of like a Phantom of the Opera shaped mask. It's more of like that third mask. <laughs> uh, hubris scoops it up, puts it in his bag, and then hops over. Okay. Make a uh, make an athletics or acrobatics check. Oh, cool! Acrobatics gives me a dirty twenty. Okay, 
Yeah, so you nimbly manage to leap your way over there until the lot of you are standing into the are standing in this room with the tiles still open on the ground, ready mm-hmm. for your descent. Um, I would like to close the door. Is there a way to open it from the inside? Uh, you would guess that it would probably just open if you had a dwarf again. Okay, I close the door. Okay, so yeah, you shut the door behind you. Uh, and then the four of you begin to make your descent. Um, and it stretches for a very long time. It seems like you're maybe walking down for about five minutes or so, comparatively to the very quick turns that you guys had been in previously. It seems like this actually goes on for quite some time before finally opening up at the bottom of the stairwell. Uh, And what you see in front of you is a large, large vault with what look to be uh, about three pillars that are placed in front of you. Uh, And then uh, there are four other pillars that keep it separated, just creating this impressively large uh, area beneath you. And as you guys enter, uh, you see these ornate columns supporting uh, 30-foot high vaulted ceilings, which are adorned with carvings of dwarves that are basking in the presence of their gods. And you see depictions of Moradin and the... uh, and actually, the dwarf uh, that they had been talking about previously, Dumathoin, the dwarven god of secrets, is also uh, currently up on this uh, up on this ceiling as well, including a plethora of other deities. But it seems like Morden is the most prominent out of all of them. And as you guys kind of take stock uh, out of the dusty gloom of the back of this vault. You hear footsteps and what sounds like a staff kind of clinking against stone. Uh, And what you see uh, is uh, a dwarf, a very ruddy skinned dwarf with almost a with beard almost made entirely of gold uh, in color, not in material. Just want to make that clear. Uh, And the staff that he holds uh, is a staff that has a red dragon and a gold dragon intertwined upon it. And he's wearing very nice, uh, very ornate red robes. And this dwarf, uh, who, although looking incredibly weathered, uh, has uh, eyes that are both steady and bright as he maintains his look towards the three, or towards the four of you and says, I wasn't expecting anyone. Uh, as you can see, the place is a mess, but perhaps you should come back later after I've tidied up a bit. <clears throat> well, I mean, secret ex- inspections. One would think that it should always be looking good. Am I right? And you see the dwarf just smile to himself and just... Are you... Here from Lord Never Ember, a vassal. I know there are no vassals in in Waterdeep. There are none here. Who are you? I do not remember you. 
Oh, you. And he points towards the dwarf that Davil is, who's just looking at this figure like... It's been a long time. Management has changed. How else will we get down here if we weren't of number embers? I can't say never ember. <laughs> and the creature just nods and says, well, that's why they put an excellent manager in charge. Me. Now, perhaps you're grave robbers, or, or perhaps you're seeking treasure. Is that why you've come here? To take the gold for yourselves? Devil shoves the bag behind himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, like I said, good. secret inspection. I'm sorry. I will have to ask you to leave. I know there's no inspection. How do you know? I'm the keeper of this place. And never ever, never ever checks up on the place? I don't think he could if he rightly knew how. Hubris, didn't he tell you that he didn't care about the gold? Hmm. Never ember. I mean, yeah. His wants and desires may change, but that does not change the fact that I was charged with guarding this place. Is there is there gold in here? Not or that we're you in can front see. of the vault. You see in this room that there are alcoves that are kind of spaced throughout. And you can see one of these alcoves just has what looks to be a large pile of coins just kind of spilling out from it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Actually, if I'm being completely honest with you, uh, there is a wizard on his way down here and he wishes to take the treasure. Does he now? We, yes. So we were attempting to, as a favor to... Never Ember Junior. Whatever his name is. Rainier. Rainier. Uh, to uh, assist in whatever need be. Uh, he didn't know that there was someone down here, so. Make a. Is this going to be a deception check on your end? I mean, I'm not. There are people behind us, so yeah. like <laughs> it's a plus zero either way. <laughs> okay. Uh, Can I assist with that? Like, you will also have to make your own persuasion or deception roll, depending on the route that you guys are wanting to take on this. What do you want to do? Rolling. Ooh. I got a nineteen. Okay. I got an eighteen. All right. Uh, and he just eyes the two of you. You're here to stop this wizard. Yes, actually. Why are you not up there fighting him? Stopping him above? Why did you need to come all this way? Well, we found our way in, and... It is a very well-kept and well-protected tomb. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I agree. We were, we were looking to have a rest, uh, but that didn't happen. 
so we uh, wanted to continue to see if we can halt them for a time. And when we are a bit <laughs> stronger, we would uh, face him yet again. We did uh, kill one of his, uh, what would you call it, hubris? Body doubles. Earlier. He was making his way down here. He turned the tree into a duck. Rabbit. Rabbit. It was rather rude. That's what I thought. What do you mean? That wasn't the the real mushroom? Mm -mm. Oh, no, Kronk. Oh, hell. (laughs) (laughs) So, with the door closed, we thought perhaps it'd be easier to take a break and again regain strength yeah and he looks at uh at you kronk and in this moment locks eyes with you and just is that really what you intend on doing oh i'm killing that mushroom guy make a persuasion check there is no deception in this. Kronk believes this wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, particularly now, he's pissed because mm-hmm. he thought he already killed Mushroom. <laughs> so, uh, do I? I have a bonus to persuasion because you're Yay. close now. Mm-hmm. Charismatic. Uh, fifteen. All right. Uh, roll with advantage. Mm-hmm. I'll say because again you are pretty pissed off that you didn't kill him the first time uh, that gets us to 18 okay and uh, with that as you say this and with this belief in his eyes the dwarf just kind of nods his head uh, and then uh, he kind of peers around you Kronk and you just see this tiny form of dwarf <laughs> devil uh, who locks eyes uh with uh with this creature uh and the dwarf looks back and just and what of you you came here with a lot of them and dabble as a dwarf just yes but there is something you should know i mean it's going to wear off in about 45 minutes anyway so i figured eh, save us all some time uh and you see his form reappear as a human in the uh the dwarf with this golden beard just impressive just kind of nods and uh devil is also going to try and he successfully does uh to convince uh this uh to convince this dwarf of your guys's intentions and the creature says uh you may call me aranax i'm the protector with an a with an a and an r and an a u r i M-A-X. Aranax. <laughs> Bing. I always loved that Bing. <laughs> Whenever I spell something right, I hear it deep in there. <laughs> it's lovely to meet you. It's lovely to meet all of you. Now, if it's rest that you're looking for, perhaps you could take it here. If you feel safe, this is the most protected area. I'm going to make an inside check on this guy because he asked me if I feel safe and I don't. Okay. 
16. You feel a gentleness and a kindness about this yes. individual uh, where he seems that he is legitimately just asking if you need to rest up at all. Yes, we do. Well, as long as you don't touch anything and stay, and he kind of points over towards the corner, over there, you're free to rest if you would like. However, uh-huh. if you touch anything that you aren't supposed to, and you see his hand tightens around the staff, and this look where it was just this very kind, gentle look gets fierce. And you mm-hmm. see that his pupils actually slit up into long, more like cat-like style uh, irises mm-hmm. with these golden pupils. And he says, I will end you. I have no doubt, especially in our current position. <laughs> and he just relaxes a little bit and you see his smile form on his face again. His eyes go back to just the the kind eyes that were there before. Uh, and he bows to the four of you. Uh, and Crunk guffaws like, <laughs> what are you, RNX <laughs> dwarf? That's a good joke. Um, yes, a dwarf. He nods towards you, and then he just be you just hear him steadily begin walking away. All right, I turn to the rest. Don't touch anything. I look at Devil. Don't touch anything. Already did, so we're kind of fucked. Right. But not from, like, over there. Up there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if we can have him... And she leans in. If we can use him to fight them, and then he gets injured... <clears throat> Works By the way, how, for me. How, how did I do? <laughs> As a bard. You have a lot to learn, sweetheart. Fair enough. I'm only level four. All right, let's go. Let's go to sleep. Sleepy time. Um. Yeah. Does the door open inward? This was like the other ones. It opened inward. Going down the the flight of stairs, there was not a door at the end. It just opened up into into Ah, this large trove. Aranax. And the figure but, who's about like 60 feet away from me now just turns. What is it? Apologies. Will that door up there at the top of the stairs, will that close again? I thought you closed it as we came in. I closed the big door, but not the Tile. stairs. Yeah. Um, shrugs his shoulders. I've not been up there for some time. Right. How do you sustain yourself, if you don't mind me asking? There are things I eat down here. I don't need to know any more than that. Thank you! (laughs) It just gives you that big, wide smile again. Mm -hmm. Do we all feel comfortable sleeping with him in here? I would just take turns doing watch. All right. I'm all good. No, you're not. No, you're (laughs) not. She pokes at the burn marks. Uh, yep. I mean, that's why I need to sleep. I, I feel good about sleeping. Right, yes. Um, well, then let us take watch. Um, 
probably Kronk and I should sleep first. Hubris, how are you on uh, power? Got one more in me. It's better than I, so if you don't mind. Hmm. Are you all right? Hmm. Yes, I'm fine. Should like brush his hair a little bit. Good night, Kronk. Hmm. Bed, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dabble just. We will let... So, am I Little Spoon again? I think we you're still... on watch with me for now. He puts his hands up. All right. That's how you want to play it. And he looks back towards you, Gus. Just the offer's always on the table. So, hubris. <laughs> just immediately transitions. Um, you look like you're going through a lot I'm not going to lie I didn't peg you as a choker but it seemed like you had it in you sorry uh, I'm stressed that's all a lot of shit happening very fast well, and he kind of like sits up a little bit closer to you. I know a great way to relieve stress. He just bats his eyes at you. You know, sometimes they are not in the mood processing. Puts his hands up and just, that's okay. Thank you for the offer, though. You know, you know where to find me if you ever are. Right oh, downstairs. Make a house call sometime. He just kind of shrugs. So what? Were you like really attached to that rope, that nimble right thing or something? Where I come from, when someone joins the troop, they join your family. And Victor came out of nowhere joined our family so having him go out like that is fucked up <laughs> and he just nods and says as a performer I understand I'm with you in your solidarity however there's time to be upset and angry about everything when we're out of here and we're on the outside otherwise we're just going to attack each other and as strong as your grip was and as much as I appreciated it like you said not the mood, not the right time sorry about that it's alright gave me a little bit of information I didn't have before Ah. <laughs> uh... Well, if it's one thing I'm good at killing, it's my emotions. So, how are you doing, Devil? And he reaches into the bag and pulls out uh, what looks to be a small bottle of wine. Uh, and he just says, much better now that I have this. And if we're going to be dreary about the whole thing, and he just pops the cork. Uh, and you just hear it kind of echo through the trove. 
uh, and then he uh, offers the bottle over to you. We'll spend some time sipping wine. Sounds good. So make a perception check as the two of you are just talking to each other idly, uh, sipping on your wine. Uh, I'm dumb. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, yeah, so with your 16, uh, after about the third hour of your watch, when you know that it's getting close enough time to wake up, uh, to wake up Kronk and Ghost, you start hearing the sound of more footsteps coming from, uh, coming from the uh staircase coming from the stairwell that you guys had entered down would have been enough for a short rest correct yes it would be enough for, for a short rest okay <sighs> gonna look down the hall towards uh arnax okay and you yeah you just see that there is this you said you got a 16 on your perception yeah you had seen him over the course of your break actually take what looked to be a pretty sizable gem and just just put it into his mouth and then you saw him like do a swallowing motion and kind of rub his stomach a little bit and he seems to be in the process of rubbing his stomach when you call after him that's odd you have more guests and hubris will tell dowel to wake up everyone else walk into the middle of the hall turn and draw his saber okay and arnax just there's no need for violence perhaps lord never ember has returned unless hmm. he just kind of like walks up uh closer to you uh hubris and then as you guys are talking amongst yourselves you actually see what looks to be uh you hear a familiar voice as well uh coming from the stairwell and it actually sounds uh very similar to a bard that you thought you would never see again uh and son of a bitch coming down the stairwell uh you see what looks to be uh agorn the bard that you had interrogated and threatened to turn into toothpaste as well as told him to leave <laughs> uh three other uh figures that are clad in these very dark leathers uh all kind of come down the stairs and form a small line and behind them you see wearing this black cloak with long black hair stepping down the figure that you have all known to be as manshoon and <sighs> Oranax just looks at them. So many visitors all in the same day. It's remarkable, really. And he looks towards you, Hubris. These the ones that you were planning on defending from? The earlier three. The one in the back. That's a surprise. Hey! Genuine article or another body double? Uh, and you see this figure extends his hand out to both you, in the direction of both you and Oranax, and just looses a lightning bolt. And that um, is where we are going to roll some initiative. Fuck. Fuck. 
Nice. As a reaction. <laughs> okay. Uh, nice. Dirty 20. And at this point, Davil is shaking uh, Ghost, you and Kronk awake. And as you guys wake up, that's when you see that there is Oranox standing next to Hubris. And then your dear friend Mushroom, as Hubris uh, asks out about it being the original article or not. It's fine. Mm. Okay, so... Oh, uh, make sure you hit the short rest button. Ghost. I didn't. I didn't. All right. So, Hubris, what did you get for your initiative? Uh, dirty 20. Okay. So, Ghost? Six. Again. Kronk? I hate Mushroom. 15. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, we are in a surprise round where uh, Manchun has leveled his gauntleted hand and is has a lightning bolt that is directing towards Hubris and Oranax. But Hubris... You said that you as had a reaction. reaction. Um, as the lightning bolt comes out, gonna grab it using counter spell. Fuck you. All right. So, uh, yeah, as this lightning bolt streaks towards the two of you, you see Ornox just grab his staff and Hubris sitting next to him. You can actually see that his face begins to extend outward and the golden beard that he had begins to kind of solidify in his <laughs> tendrils. <laughs> Uh, and as the lightning bolt is about to hit, you raise the stone in front of you, and right as it's about to make connection, it veers off and just sinks directly oh. into the stone, and as you hold it, you watch as this energy is transferred in. Could I... Narratively, it, like, collects in the palm, and Hubris takes a bite out of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll say that so the energy coalesces into this sphere right above it, and then just solidifies into what looks like an apple or what is Hubris's favorite fruit? A pear. It would be a pear. Just skinned, ready for you to eat. Takes a chomp out of it, points the saber at Manchun. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so we are going to actually start the round with you, Hubris. Uh, let's deal with some bozos. <laughs> Bonus action. Hexblade's curse on Manchun. Okay. And then movement. I don't want to get into striking distance. Uh, I'm going to separate myself from Arnax. He puts the saber in the scabbard, and then you hear a at the bottom of the scabbard pops out, draws the saber again, Eldritch Blast fires out of the scabbard. Nice. Good old Ijutsu strikes. <laughs> Where is that camera? That's a natural 20. Damn. Okay, roll for damage. Who am I hitting? I'm hitting Manchun. Fuck that guy. It's my man. My man, shoot. 10 plus 2 and 2, 14 points of force damage. Okay. 
Sounds good. And you see he just kind of like raises his hand as your Eldritch Blast strikes into him. And then he lowers his hand and just glares over at you. Not only have you taken the thing that he worked so hard to get the first time, but now you're using it against him. You're the dick. <laughs> uh, and the figure next to you, uh, Hubris, you just hear, well, that's quite enough of that. And you watch as this dwarf brings his arms up and his body extends outward this robe of red with these gold filig with this gold filigree on it kind of becomes more skin-like. And then the red almost forms into what looks like muscle and the gold begins to separate out into plates until eventually standing next to you is this large golden dragon who looks down at you, Hubris. We're going to have a talk after this. And then breathes in <laughs> and just exhales this large pit of flame onto this group that had clustered up at the bottom of the stairs. So, I get to use a breath weapon. Which is super <laughs> oh, oh, a breath weapon. A breath weapon. All right, so that is going to be. They're going to need but honestly, some dexterity checks. With a name like Arnax, did you not think it was going to be a dragon? <laughs> You're muted. Hey, remember those two crits that I got earlier? That was to make up for all of the bad rolls that these five just had. They all failed his dexterity save. Nice. So Too cool. This dragon just exhales this large <laughs> breath of fire. I don't know if I have that many dice on hand. Is Welcome it... to Calum. <laughs> Does that, what, what color dragon is he? He is pure gold. As gold as the coins that you carry in your pocket each and every day. What about this Electrum piece? Get that out of here. Those belong in Ravenloft. <laughs> It's as odd as a seven-day week here in Faroon. Um. He's still rolling. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's uh, good to be a gold dragon. Yeah. So with this bout of flame that sears outwards, you watch as the front line of dudes that were standing in front of Manshoon and Agorn just get turned to bone all of their body just it completely sears away from the flames that wreath around them nice. this douchebag bard really should have gotten out of town because you watch him as well just ignite and gone and hitting the ground are these four bodies and all that stands is manchun and you can see that the clothes that he was wearing have complete have almost burned away, so it just shows pallid flesh underneath. And you can see that his gauntlet that he carries as his weapon is just glowing from the heat of the flame that is wreathed around him. Uh, so that is going to be his turn. But there is somebody who hates Manchun even more than you do, Hubris, and his name is Kronk Gore Blast. Kronk, it is your turn. All right. Round two. Okay. 
Um, so seven and seven is 14. Okay. So uh, with a 14, uh, yeah, you managed to hit him. <gasps> okay. Um, uh, what is it with the nines tonight? So nine plus five is uh, 14. Yeah. Okay. And then I am using a superiority dice and trying to knock the glowing gauntlet off his hand. All right. Sounds good. Oh, for another eight points of damage. Dang. Maxed Leaked. out on that. And now he needs to make a... Uh, Strength save, correct? Yes, 15 or better. As, he, as you strike down, you just see that that part of his arm is just shaved off as the gauntlet just clatters onto the ground. <laughs> Action surge. Hit him again. Do it. Cronk, 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 cronk. <laughs> 14 again? Yeah, 14 will hit. Oh, double twos. So I reroll both of them. Come on, come on, come on. That's better. Uh, 11 plus 5 is uh, 16. Okay. And put another die on top of that. Superiority die for another five so 21 he is just barely hanging on and uh which since i already he doesn't have any other weapon right he does not all right so i disarmed him okay uh i uh how much do I love you guys? Uh, all right. No? All right. I uh, menacing attack him. Okay. I, you know, I'm like, you know, there's your arm. There's your other arm. And your head's next, buddy. And so uh, I, he has to make a wisdom save 15 or better. All right. So he is actually good at his wisdom. Uh, so as you strike out against him, uh, and your blade sinks very deep into him at this point, he, uh, just un, without showing emotion on his face, just looks up towards you and says, um, I hope your friends found you important. And he puts his hand out to your chest and he's going to cast lightning bolt on you. All right. So, make a dexterity check. No. Come on now. Oh, fuck. Nope. Krog is like... Okay. Uh, four. <laughs> that is not going to be enough. So. No, it's not. He is going to be casting this spell at the fifth level. Ooh, Moonchild. All right, so. Jesus Christ. That is going to be for. 
Stone's endurance? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> if it's redonkulous over and I can't For stay 40 alive. 40 points of electric damage. Oh, you can All do right. it. You can do it. I'm Stone's endurance. Uh, I will, uh, I, like I said, and he blasts it through me and I... So for 12 back, damn. Uh, somebody do some math. Uh, 38? No, he would take right? 28. 28, right. Yep. You'd have to, have to go down one. Okay. All right. And Kronk, you just have these electrical scars on your otherwise unmarred body that are now just have this central blast that's like directly in your sternum. <laughs> All right. All right. So next up is going to be Davil and Ghost. Heal him! <laughs> it's up to... Uh, and he just runs over towards where Kronk is and just throws out a cure wounds. Uh, I'm gonna slice For my eight. hand. Okay. And light my crossbow. That's, uh, this isn't Monday. This <laughs> What's happening? Uh, and I'm going to fire at this motherfucker. I don't have anything else, guys. <laughs> and I'm not getting up there. I'm going to move so no one's in a line with me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so attack with the crossbow. Oh, God, it flew out. I'm just so excited. That was a two. A seven. Okay. Uh, so... What does your bolt look like dropping this fool? I rolled a seven to hit. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I mean, totally hit him. Uh, it is actually going Shit. to be. Uh, it is actually going to be top of the round with hubris. I look over at Kronk. Do it. Mm. And you'll see three bolts of magic energy float up above him and remember that scene in the hallway yeah where, like the spectral that's um four five four nine points of force damage okay so in the same way that you had before where these spectral versions of hubris form right as the final hits are being dealt until eventually as was previously, a large blade just juts through the center of uh, Manshoon's chest. And he looks down and then looks past you, Kronk, towards Hubris and just says, predictable. And as he says that, his body just begins to melt into slush. Still fell for it, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> okay. That went terribly. Um, I mean, it went great. Thank you, um, dragon dude. My name is Aranax. Aranax. How big is this dragon? He is, I believe, huge sized. So he no. is 15. So no. <laughs> he is, let me see. Oh, it's a dragon in the deep. Yep. He is a huge-sized creature. <clears throat> Could I make a check 
to see if I can uh, determine how old this dragon is. Make a nature or arcana check. Eight. He looks incredibly old. You have no idea. I'm going to walk over to Kronk. How are you feeling? Are you all right? Mm, rough. Yeah. A little under half. <laughs> Devil? Are you all right, Devil? I'm fine. Literally nothing happened to me. Yes. Do you have spells left? I do, actually. Can you polymorph this dragon into a duck or something? <laughs> and Davil just and if it fails then what then we all die down here Arnax that... that was not the wizard that was another one of its doubles that's not what hubris told me well, you see this figure, the gold plates on its arms just kind of begin receding to these thin lines, and you can see all of the muscle and sinew then kind of <clears throat> form. I'm sorry, down. there must have been some communication, miscommunication here, because I asked if that was either a double or the original. I never conveyed to you if it was either. You said you were being chased by a wizard. This dwarf is just brushing off uh, dust. Right. And in our story, we told you that we fought off a double inside the catacombs upstairs. Yes. So you did. And apparently that wasn't the general article either. So another double. And Kronk oh. is stomping in the puddle that is the slush that's <laughs> what's left of it kicking it and and is he still after you he's after your gold so he's gonna come back I will burn him just the same <laughs> good great is there another way out of here it wouldn't be a secure vault if there was fair enough so, the question is, do we wait for him to come back, or what? What would you like us to do? I'd like you all to leave and forget you ever found this place. That's an option. Um... Well, let me chat with my friends and we'll see what we would like to do, if you don't mind mm. giving us a moment. He just nods and just begins walking back to uh, to the pile of gems that he had. Uh, looking over at the guys, what the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> we always just fucking leave. We've got money. But it's right there. Do you want to fuck with a giant dragon that just incinerated? No! Exactly. Okay, just convince him that we work for Never Ember. Not as... It, 
Why don't we just Tony... bring Never? Well, actually, I do kind of work for Never Ember. We could bring Never Bember back. Just have Never Bember tell him. What I'm ghost? sorry, darling. It seems that you were quiet. Oh, sorry. Why would he want? Why would Never Ember want the gold? I don't know. For one, he said that he doesn't want the gold. He would actually like the city to be safe. You know, all the noble and honest things a good guy would want. Ask the stone! Ask the stone how we can get out of here, or how we can uh, get past the dragon. Wait, with the gold? Yes, obviously. Cool. Well, <laughs> he points at him like... <laughs> yes, Hubris. Friend. Friend of friends. What's our best option here to getting the gold and avoiding the dragon's fiery wrath? We've come so far. It's really quite impressive. You've done well. <laughs> to get past a dragon, play to his sensibilities. What color is he? Gold. Then he likes good things. Golden ones are often aligned with good people. All right. You don't care about the money. You've said this before. All right. All right. Let's see if that works. I'm going to talk with him. Okay. And Davil just looks at you just... What? Talk with him? What about... What about the weather? It's dragon. I couldn't hear you, Elby. Are you sure that's wise, Hubris? The worst that's going to happen, I get incinerated. I would prefer it if you didn't. Me too. But she I guess I'll hand. have to. She puts her hand on his shoulder. Be careful, please. Oh, I'm just going to play to his sensibilities. <laughs> Slides away. <laughs> he was talking to the rock, right? Yes. All right. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Davil just kind of like Oh wait, he's been through this He knows, he's fine uh, So yeah, Hubris, you walk over uh, Towards where Oranax is And you just see him kind of Stacking these uh, What look to be a pretty Large, um, a pretty sizable Amount of gems Arnax. Hmm. Yes. May I? May I sit? Of course. Just slightly away from the gems and the gold, please. Oh, he's like five yeah. paces back away from them. What is it? Listen, this Manchun guy is not going to stop. And he's going to try and take this money and do a lot of bad things with it. Someone should stop him. There's a team they're putting up together, topside, to assault his keep. Oh. Are you on this team? I could be. Honestly, I kind of wanted to jump at the chance at it. Why didn't you? He looks back at the group. Sometimes desires and the plan don't align. 
And uh, at that, Oranox closes his eyes and just nods with you and just, I, I understand. If we were to stop him, we would need funding to help the team. And this team, do they work for the city or through an individual? They work for the city. Have you heard of Force Grey? Shakes his head no. Well, they're a team of some of the most excellent people in Waterdeep. They're called during times when the city needs protection. Goo goo, they work for the Black Staff. <laughs> they work for the city, yeah. Yeah, they work for the city. But mention the name drop, man. Name drop. Nah, I'll be <laughs> fine. Uh and uh Oranax uh just looks at you and says And what makes you believe that the city deserves the gold? They could do a lot of good things with the gold. There's a lot of impoverished people out there. There's uh, a lot of impoverished people everywhere. Never Ember took this gold. He kind of fucked the city. It was not his to take. And Oranax just looks over in your direction and This is true. And you still got it. Remember what you just said. That sometimes your desires play against your sensibilities. And he kind of just looks back at the room full of gems that he has. <clears throat> I... I've been down here a while. And the offer to guard such a large sum of money was incredibly tempting. Have you not seen it before? Leans his head to the side, past Aranax. Motions for the lot of you to come as well. And he motions in front of where he stands and as he does you see that there is thousands upon thousands upon thousands of gold pieces mixed with silver and copper and gems littered around in a pile that looks larger than a sand dune just stacked and heaped in this room and Oranax looks at it 500,000 drachens. 500,000 dragons I have been guarding for last 30 years. Never a visitor. You say the city can can do good with this. The city could do a lot with this. Anyone could do a lot with this. And you, what do you plan to do with it? Fight the wizard or help the city? Help the impoverished? 
little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, a little bit of column C. And what is column C? Help the impoverished. Honestly, I'd take some money and try to find my sister, but... That's a selfish Make thing. a persuasion check. Uh, 18. Okay. And he nods and says, a noble cause. And what of you? And he looks over towards you, ghost. And what would you do with this money? It's come to my attention recently that there are quite a few orphan children. If I could, I would help them. Perhaps build a school and teach them. But honestly, I'd... <laughs> I'm not sure I ever thought I'd make it this far. Just nods. Make a persuasion check. Don't fuck me, Gil. Ooh, that's an 18 plus 6. Jesus Christ. Wait, persuasion? Yeah. yeah. Never mind. It's an 18. <laughs> Still good. Not everything has a plus 6. And he he nods. Uh, and then he looked towards Davil and just, and what would you do with the money? And Davil just looks at him and says, I would create jobs with it and allow the people of Waterdeep to uh, be their own masters instead of bowing down to some black cloaked fuck who's going to come in every chance he gets and ruin things for everyone. And straight-faced, he just looks this dragon dwarf dead in the eyes. Uh, technically, he is telling the truth and wanting to be a job creator, but it's still going to count as a deception roll on his chance on his part because he's he wants gang money. This is mm -hmm. this is gangbusters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and at that, the gold dragon just nods toward Davil, and you can see that Davil just. Like, is, like, there is a little bit of a smirk on his face, but he holds it together so well. <laughs> From behind Aranax, you see Hubris, Hubris just give him, like, this incredulous look, like... And just straight through his teeth do these words come. And then Aranax turns towards you, Kronk. And you, the one who is so eager to kill this wizard, what would you do? If you had the money. Never really thought about it. Mm. I always let these guys figure that kind of stuff out. And, uh, the kid, we've got a few orphans we're keeping now. And that's, you know, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, people could use it. That's cool, too. I like that idea. Uh, jobs are good. And Devil yeah. just, they are. They are very good. Just keeps yeah. nodding. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, I, I'd want my, I'd want my friends to be safe and stuff, but yeah, I guess I'd let them figure that out. I'd just keep being me. Make a persuasion check with advantage because of your brutal honesty. 
<laughs> oh boy. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, oh, I do have a plus. <laughs> so the first dice was a two, and the second dice was a two. <gasps> plus my one is, um, I believe, persuasion is one. Yeah, I only have plus one because I'm not proficient in it. So, yep. And he looks at you. What do you have to offer me? You mean like a trade? He shrugs a little bit, if you wish to call it that. Your friends, mm. they seem like their pursuits are noble. But I cannot trust a man so indecisive. Hmm. Oh, if you're looking for a promise or something like that, I'm more than willing as long as it moves things along. We rid ourselves of this wizard. Um, Kronk, if you'd like, I've been holding on to this purple gem for a while. Might be something you're interested if you want something physical. And the creature, Aranax, looks over at you and just gives you a stern expression and says, We've already spoken about your arrangement. Your friend needs to make decisions for himself. <clears throat> you said that this force gray helps the city, mm -hmm. helps the people of Waterdeep. Mm -hmm. Who is it run by? The Black Staff. Aaron's son is still alive. Mm. No, uh, it's, uh... The... Bashra. Yeah. Arnax just tilts his head and then closes his eyes. And then opens them after some consideration and says, You may take this gold on the condition that you join this force, Gray. <laughs> Big boulder smile. <laughs> you will help the city and you will stay in the city. And if you use this money for anything other than what you said that you would use it for, I will know where you are. I will find you. I will rain dragon fire from the sky as I had in days of old. Hmm. I lean over to Hubris. That was just for Kronk, right? Yeah, he was maintaining <laughs> eye contact with Kronk the entire time. Yeah. You know, we're kind of in his blast zone all the time. <laughs> yeah, Oh, and he was saying that directly to Kronk, yeah. not yeah. to the group. Yeah. Kronk, like I said, had that bolder smile. He's just like, I was playing it out in anyway in his head. <laughs> but he doesn't know how to express that. So it's just this big grin like, Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, as uh, as you all accept Aranax's terms and, and explain to him uh, the situations that you're in, 
he looks at you and uh, says to the lot of you a word that is in a different book than the one I had on my lap that I thought I had. <laughs> uh, uh, and he says, Azam. Azam. Say these words before the door, and they will close. Speak them again, and they will open. Lovely. And the treant? Oh, oh he knows that we work for Nether. Oh, right, 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 right. You may well. come and go as you please. You take as much of this treasure as you want, so long as it goes back to the city. Once it is gone, I will take my leave of this place. Would you prefer if we got it all at once, just so you can go faster? I'm just out of and preference. He closes his head, leans and closes his eyes and leans his head down, and you just you see his shoulders start moving up and down as he tries <laughs> to hold in a laughter and just <laughs> move it all at once. <laughs> My dear, you look plenty strong. That is 10,000 pounds of coin. Oh, I, no, I'm not carrying it out of here. I'm just, if we get a bag that we could... I'm just... Never mind. Are you speaking of bags down. of holding? Yes. You would need at least 10 to be able to move it all at once. That's a lot of no bags. <coughs> but you may take from the pile as you see fit. I look forward to your return should you need more. Thank you. Thank you. And Dabble just nods silently. Go grab a couple handfuls. All right. As, so, uh, yeah. as Hubris is leaving, he like turns to RNX. So do you have a preference in alcohol? And he stops for a moment. It's been years since I've had a drink. Dwarven, I think. Ale, wine, bourbon. Fire wine. Fire wine. I like that. I'll bring a bottle next time. He just bows at you and extends the extends his staff in front of himself so that way he can give you more of a uh, a grandiose bow. Ghost is going to uh, hand him a one of her vials. She's going to give him the pumpkin oil. Probably doesn't smell very good down here all the time, so do you want to dab a little bit? Body oil. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's very kind. We'll be back. It was lovely to meet you, and do you have a way of contacting us if there is any trouble? Shouldn't be any trouble so long as you remember to lock the door. Of course. Calum coughs. <laughs> Adieu. And he, again, bows to the lot of you as you make your way out of the vault. So, I did the math. Grunt can carry 12,000 coin. Okay. If you have a container for it. Cloak, backpack, pockets. <laughs> you you nice. name it. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's like 1200 pounds worth. Yeah, is, you guys can is, carry all of the gold that you want to. I'm going to take like 500 gold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Devil yeah. just like Kronk as you're filling things up, he's just I actually do have an invisibility still. So, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> just gives you the <laughs> thumbs up. Uh, but yeah you guys all begin to make your way out of the vault after having each taken at least 500 gold pieces from this extraordinary pile and begin to make your way out of the vault and door yeah and you make sure to shut all of the doors on your way out uh and it takes davil a little bit of courage to jump over the large gap uh, that was in the central bridge where you guys had initially jumped over, but this time he at least has his longer legs to be able to help manipulate him past that point. And as you guys then go back up the stairs uh, leading to the first floor, you can see uh, what looks to be a human man sitting uh, with his knees pressed up to his chest, his arms wrapped around his body in what appears to be... Uh, he's sitting in the middle of what you can see are five other bodies that are just laying on the ground in front of the fresco. And he keeps muttering to himself, they'll never take it. It's too beautiful. They'd never understand its worth. Uh, as you believe that the party that was initially sent after you uh, got distracted by this fresco. Curious is going to cover his eyes. Hey, bud, do you want anything? Food? Wine? No? Fuck you! Hey, hey, closing. All right. All right. And as you guys exit to uh, into the <coughs> lower chambers of the mausoleum, you speak the words yet again. Azam. And the doors behind you close. And Davil is just eyes wide, big sack of money, and just... So I guess we call that one a win. Wow. Yeah. Hubris? Damn. I lied to a dragon, but that's fine. Yeah, I I would recommend not going back down there. (laughs) No, probably not. But, so I have you fine folk. Help. Whew. I kind of lied to a dragon. It's been a good day. It's been I a told, weird day. I told the truth and he didn't believe me. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> See, that happens sometimes. That's why I just mostly lie all the time. Mm. Avery's like walks past everyone. He says, I didn't lie at all. All right, let's. Um. Okay, what time is it? As you guys exit out of the mausoleum. It is early morning. And when I mean early morning, I mean that it is still 4, 5 Mm a.m. And you make your way through the snow-covered graveyard. And as you pass by the treant, he looks at the lot of you and just... uh, Or before you even go up, uh, Rainier, or uh, not Rainier, but... Davil will change himself back into Rainier. Uh, and then as you guys exit the tomb, it's just, it was a pleasure seeing you again in the tree ant ways. Your mother was always a very nice person. Gives him a nice bow. 
by the way, did they turn you into a rabbit again? Just nods. <laughs> All right, bud. Uh, but the first thing I'm doing is getting you something to help with that. And he just tilts his head very curiously towards you. We'll figure it out. Uh, and once you guys get past the City of the Dead guard uh, and make your way back out onto the streets, Davil says that he is going to go back to his place, get shit-faced drunk, and then he will see you all later tonight for his regularly scheduled shift. Sounds like a plan. You do know how to keep your mouth shut, correct? As much as I know how to keep it open, yes. Fantastic. And he, again, bows towards the lot of you and begins walking away, leaving the three of you on the cold streets of Waterdeep at roughly five in the morning. And as you, and Davil will maintain his invisibility for you, Kronk. Uh, even oh. after you guys are out of are out of sight, he will keep it for you, knowing that it's pretty suspicious holding twelve hundred gold pieces worth of coins. <laughs> uh, make a make a perception check as you guys trudge through the snow. Eleven. Nine. Four. Wow. So the eleven notices that there is like a bread trail, uh, bread crumb trail of gold pieces just falling from behind Kronk oh, as he carries Kronk. all of this money. Kronk, please. Hubris is gonna turn and then start collecting everything. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah. Ooh, piece of candy. Um, I think the first thing we should do, since Manchun is still out there, is to. Um, get some warding for the house. Get some warding for the house, or we can fucking... <laughs> turns to Kronk. You've got a promise to keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what? Big Force guy's Gray. joining Force Grey. Yeah, yes, but, I mean, pressing matters. Pressing matters, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anti-scrying! Yes. all right so uh you guys go and find the nearest magister that you can and upon outlying what you would like uh to have done over troll skull manor uh and then presenting them with an ungodly amount of coin uh they agree we thought it was going to be expensive <laughs> they immediately agree to i took out a loan <laughs> to take uh to take up this job for you and they will do so uh later on in the day as they still have to wait for some magisters to wake up and you guys make your way back to your house with all of the money and everything that you have gained from this adventure ghost you realized that in the split devil kept your bag with all of the gems in it and mm -hmm. didn't actually split that up between you that's fine however uh, as you guys finally uh, arrive back at your house, uh, you go and you check in on the kids. They are still sound asleep, seeming not to have woken up throughout the night. Uh, the downstairs training area, Zaraj is currently practicing a few sword swings, trying to make sure that he can get back into fighting shape. Uh, and hubris as you go up and you investigate uh 
Victor's shop, you can see uh, outlined in blueprints on the table that there was uh, a blueprint for a friend and you saw that it was going to be a smaller humanoid figure. Uh, and the blueprints are all there. It looks like the parts are all still laid out. It looks like he was going to be working on this later in the day. But as you are all taking stock, finally getting able to sit down and enjoy a night's rest, hubris, you get a message in your head. And it is a familiar voice at this point that says, so, have you made up your mind about joining the team? And that is where we will call it for tonight's episode. So, I wanted to say thank you to all of these wonderful players for going through Waterdeep. There will not be a game next week because, guys, we did it. We did concluded it. it. We are still, I would still like to have an epilogue session, even if it's mm -hmm. only like a half session I mean, or something mm -hmm. to be able to get in to what happens to these characters post Waterdeep. Because you guys made off with money. A lot of money. A lot of money. We're moving out of this dump. No, I'm kidding. No, um, no we're going to buy we up the house next door. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna oh, kick okay. Froon out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, again, big round of applause for these players for finishing Waterdeep. You guys befriended a gold dragon because, like I said last week, in Waterdeep, anyone can be a friend. Mm -hmm. If you cast friend hard enough. If you cast friends hard and long <laughs> enough. Uh, so, with that in mind, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Hey, everybody. I'm RJ here on the channel, or you can catch me at rjustice282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life or play some Overwatch with these fine people. You can catch me on the Monday Night Game as Kaelin the Shatterkai Cleric. And announcement, we're doing Curse of Strahd in place of Waterdeep coming up. It's true. So you can catch me there as Bartholomew. And that will be in two weeks, since we are going to be picking that up. Three. Three? Are you gone for two yeah. weeks in a row? No. Are we, we have the epilogue? True. I was going to say, we could also have that epilogue be the following Wednesday. So we would have Curse on Tuesday and then do epilogue. Okay, never mind. Can't do that day. <laughs> Thumbs up, gang. Uh, we'll see. My new schedule happens next week. Yes. So. We will figure out when Curse of Strahd is happening. It will either be in two weeks or three. Depends. Look forward to it in April. There. Covered. Yeah. All right. And LB, where can we find you? What do you do? I'm LB Hack'em Up. You can find me here Mondays and Tuesdays, except for next week. Um, I'm also on Encounter Roleplay's channel on Sundays, uh, except for this week, uh, at 5 p.m. for a Faith game. Uh, we are uh, going to storm the castle next. Well, they are, and hopefully, hopefully things don't go shit up. But um, as a note of point, Ghost and Hubris totally bang. When they get home. <laughs> Long rest be damned. <laughs> the kids walk in halfway and be like, yeah! Oh! <laughs> no, <laughs> that's Unky Kronk's job. Keep Kronk the kids. Bear hug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. 
I like that point of order. It's worthwhile. All right, and Greybeard, where can we find you? What do you do? Greybeard, Greybeard, Severn, and uh, well, now that this is over, and my we just ended uh, Pro Restarters Blue Rose campaign. Old GB's got his Sunday show, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Greybeard Stavern. And I'm going to be showing up on Wednesdays and Thursdays as much as I can <laughs> right here on uh, Indoors Channel. And um, so tomorrow, or wait, yeah, yeah, tomorrow night, 1920s Noir Supernatural Horror uh, run by me. And uh, we had a blast last week. Oh, my God. And then our, our after show was the longest after show we've ever done because we're it was so ridiculous. So join us then. And then uh, Thursday night, we're going to be playing some Power Outage Superheroes. So that'll be a good time. I'm still working on my puns, though I've got like <laughs> over... There's got to be almost 10 of them now that I am so like, oh, this is a great pun for a character name. But uh, I really am leading and leaning towards a character named Glockroach, who is uh, a detective insectoid with guns. So join us then uh, for all kinds of superhero fun. I am so excited because your example <laughs> names made me really happy. So if you made it this far, whether in our our first finished series on this channel uh or for this stream i am the indoor adventurer and you have been watching twitch.tv slash the indoor adventurer or maybe youtube.com slash the indoor adventurer or maybe you were listening in on either spotify itunes overcast uh google podcasts anywhere that you can find audio things you can find us on uh except audio stuff is under indoor adventures because consistent branding is something I have a really goddamn hard time with. So, uh, with that in mind, tomorrow night, like Greybeard said, we are going to be doing our uh, 1920s urban fantasy noir piece, which is an entirely improv game made with an almost entirely improv game system that Greybeard put together at 1 a.m. the day that we played, which... I don't know of anyone else I can ask to make me a new game at one in the morning and then have them deliver in such a, a well-rounded way. Uh, and then, of course, Thursday, we are going to be playing some Power Outage tabletop RPG. So you can look forward to that. I am very excited to be able to run such a game with characters like Breakfast, Swagnito, Instigator, and all sorts of other wonderful pun names. They even got a dude named Bolshefist. That's a historical pun. It didn't need to go that far, but they did it, and god damn it, am I happy about it. So, you can keep us in mind for the rest of those days, but right now we are going to go into our Patreon-supported after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we get to discuss... Uh, a lot of the stuff that happened in the episodes today as well as answer questions from the community and from each other so we're gonna go and do that but i would like to say because i forgot to say it at the beginning of the show today is march 26th 2019 and you are loved and we will see you guys next week all right everybody